as in all sin, and I do believe this is a sin. Um, maybe well, maybe we, not the worst of sins, but I, I think I if, if I'm sin. there and I have told the Lord, I'm going to be there, I'm all in for you, except for this little piece of me that's on my okay. phone. All right. I, I don't well. think that's giving God the full attention that I have really committed to giving him on the sidewalks. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me, Lord. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro-Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro-life ministry, and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion. Touched your heart. Use me, Lord. Welcome back to the Gospel Centered Pro Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us. My name is Daniel Parks. I serve as West Coast Regional Shepherd for Love Life, oversee all of our efforts on the West Coast, and also oversee nationally our sidewalk ministry. And I'm joined, as always, by Vicki Cassiorg. Say hey, Vicki. Hey, everyone. And Vicki is the Sidewalk Outreach Training Director, so she's involved with training folks and really just pouring into people across the nation who are doing sidewalk outreach. She even goes to some of our cities and visits and helps dial things in and encourage them in their sidewalk outreach ministry. And uh, Vicki is a very gifted sidewalk outreach team member, sidewalk counselor. Thank you. We try to get away from the sidewalk counselor language because— Very hard for me because yeah. for 10 years I've said sidewalk counselor, but we are yeah. sidewalk Outreach, yeah, people. but it's okay, right? Okay. We know what we're talking about, <laughs> um, but we try to get away from the sidewalk counselor language because we've been accused of portraying ourselves as like licensed counselors or whatever, right? Um, but my response is Jesus is the wonderful counselor, and He never had a license to counsel, right? And in Proverbs, doesn't it say something about with many counsels, counselors, yeah. there is much wisdom? That's kind yeah. of the kind of counselor I yeah, am, exactly, I hope, or that I want to be. Yeah, but we like yeah. to try to define our terms as best we can. So sidewalk yeah. outreach is is what we like to say. But either way, that's sort of a distraction mm-hmm. from what we're actually talking about today, which is. Distractions. Distractions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is probably one of the most practical episodes that we've done in a while. Yeah. And also just want to mention, guys, we're going to leave our email addresses at the end of this episode so you guys can reach out to us. And we encourage you to reach out to us, maybe with feedback from this episode or suggestions for future episodes or whatever. And so we will leave our email addresses at the end of this episode. But again, that was another distraction from what we're talking about, which is... Distractions. So what are we talking about when we're talking about distractions, Vicki? What, well, we, what do we mean? Anything that takes you from your mission. Okay. And so when you're on the sidewalk, the mission is focusing on the moms walking in and encouraging them to choose life and pointing them back to God. Yeah. That, and anything that takes away from that is a distraction. Yeah. So, of course, in our lives, mm-hmm. in our walks with the Lord, in our family life, in Whatever every whatever area of life we're in, there can be distractions. Yeah. But we're not getting into all of that today. What we're talking yeah. about is you're on the sidewalk. God has called you to reach out to the moms going in, and you get distracted. Your attention is turned away from your mission um, by whatever that thing might be. So we're going to talk about some of those things and how to avoid these distractions. Yeah. And I think above and beyond anything, it's accountability, right? Each of us being accountable to one another and graciously 
Hey, man, you're distracted. Hey, listen, you, you're you're looking at your cell phone when yeah. you should be reaching out. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. And so we're, that's one of the main distractions we're going to be talking about. So let's dig in. Let's and and actually, that, that is what happened. That That's why I wrote this um, podcast is I am on my cell phone a lot yeah. when I'm out there. So this one is um, a big ouch moment for okay. me. This is definitely one of my um, weaknesses. But in my defense, there are actually some legitimate reasons sometimes why I'm pulling my phone out. Sure. Um, and, and we are going to go through some of those things. When it, We're not saying that you can't ever not look at your phone. But it was one of our other counselors who came to me. And it had been a day I'd been on my phone a lot for different reasons, some, of, some legitimate some not so much. Yeah. And she said, you know, I, I have an idea for a podcast. She's so gracious. She wasn't uh-huh. going to come right out and say, Vicki, you look at your phone a lot when uh-huh. you're on the sidewalk. Um, because actually, I don't fall prey to most of the other ones that okay. I train people to, not to do. But this one I do. Yeah. This one I do. I, I love my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's an idol in your life. <laughs> it is, it's such an amazing You know what you're supposed thing. to do to idols, right? <laughs> you're supposed to smash them. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's not not happening to my <laughs> to yeah. my expensive iPhone, but um, but it, we do need to. I think we all need to analyze what is it when we are on the sidewalk that is taking our focus away from what we're supposed to yeah. to be doing. And I will tell you, I know why we do it. For one thing, standing three hours, and when sometimes there isn't much going on. Yeah. Can be boring. Yeah, absolutely. Phones are not boring. <laughs> no, there's a lot of fun stuff on <laughs> oh, your phone. there's so much you can do on your phone. Let me tell you this, though. Just yeah. not to get too distracted here. Okay. Not, not to rabbit trail too much. But I'll just give a, 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 a rebuke, a heavy-handed rebuke to any of you guys that are listening. If you're out on the sidewalk and you're playing chuzzle on your phone. Chuzzle. Okay. You know what chuzzle no, is? No, but I, <laughs> I don't playing, play games on my phone. You're playing Tetris or you're playing chess <laughs> Or Farmville or whatever other things people play on their phones. You're in sin and need to repent. So let me just say that. But I know that you guys aren't doing that. So we're not talking about if you're playing games on your phone, you definitely need to repent. I'm way better than that. Yeah, I'm sure you are. (laughs) But it's really, again, not those things that's the big distraction. It's the emails that come through. It could be even the text messages from a mom that you're ministering to Mm -hmm. that's coming through and... But you have to ask yourself, is that something you need to deal with right then and there? Or right. could you deal with it after you get off the sidewalk? Right. Yeah. You know, because that, again, is a distraction. The thing that we've said a million times, and we'll say it a million more, the enemy of the best is always the good. Yeah. The best is you're out there on the sidewalk, focus on the women going into the abortion center. Yeah. Good things can be the text message from, you know, the mom that chose life two weeks ago that yeah. you just are sending an encouragement, encouraging message to, or something like that. And there's other things that could be good, you know, considered good in competition with the best, but you guys get what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, the phone can be one of the worst distractions because it occupies your hands. Yeah. Not only your mind and your eyes are not looking at or thinking about what they should be, but your hands are now holding a phone instead of the literature or whatever. And I, I'm um, attentive enough that I will be doing something on my phone. Usually it is, 
in some way related to ministry, but nonetheless, it's yeah. it's wrong. And and then a, I I know a car's coming, and so I wave and and do all I normally would do to get a car to stop. But in one hand is my phone yeah. instead of the literature because yeah. it because I can't put it away fast enough. Let's let's be honest too about that. Yeah, and, and just so you guys know, I've definitely fallen prey to this. Oh, like yeah. I've been in very trivial texting conversations with people right. while I'm out on the sidewalk yeah. and been distracted from women going in, whether yeah. it's a car pulling in or somebody walking in. Yeah. Uh, but even if it's very serious stuff that you're dealing with, you know, emails or texts or, or whatever, it's hard to shift your mind. And like you're talking about, if a car is coming in and you're going to be waving and offering them literature, you're not going to do it with as much focus. Right. And with as much vigor and intentionality as you would if you were solely focused on that task. Absolutely. Right? No doubt. No yeah. doubt. Every time it happens, I think to myself, maybe I shouldn't be on my phone. Yeah. But it, honestly... It wasn't until that discussion with the sidewalk outreach teammate that um, I thought I was convicted. Yeah. I was heavily convicted. I wrote a whole article about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and it leads me to the very first step. And at folks, we as in all sin, and I do believe this is a sin. Um, maybe well, maybe we, not the worst of sins, but I I think I don't know if, it's if if I'm sin. there and I have told the Lord I'm going to be there, I'm all in. For you, except for this little piece of me that's on my okay. phone. All right. I, I don't well. think that's giving God the full attention that I have really committed to giving him on the sidewalk. So for me, I think it is a sin. Okay. I, th- I think I, and so the first step in any sin or really any issue that you need to deal with, admit it. Yeah. Just yeah. flat out admit there is a problem here. She was absolutely right. Now, every one of you, go to your sidewalk and watch your teammates, not to tattle on them, yeah. but because we all want to be better, watch them. And I think you will see there's a lot of phone use going yeah. on oh, yeah. that, that shouldn't be happening. It's only one of the many distractions, but um, in all the distractions, the first thing is recognize them for what they are. They are a problem. Yeah. They are hurting your ability to minister yeah. minister effectively. Um, so um, what this counselor, what this fellow Sidewalk Outreach team member told me was she said the same thing that you did, Daniel, that I also said, we all fall prey to this. And, and she admitted that, but she said, you know, what she had noticed as she was thinking about it, she was watching the pro-abortion crowd. And she said, you know, they're sucking on lollipops and um, they're pulling out their phone and they're chatting with each other. And she said, we don't look all that different. Maybe we weren't sucking on lollipops that day. Right. <laughs> but we definitely were, some of us were on our phone. We were, there were people in groups chit-chatting. She said, we should be looking different. Yeah. Yeah. We need to look different from them. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, in the terms that we speak and what we believe the Lord's called us to, mm-hmm. we're in a battle. Yeah. And just like when you're on a battlefield, and I do believe that in that battle between light and darkness, between life and death, we're on that battlefield, and I think we're on the front line of that battlefield when yes. we're at an abortion center. Yeah. You're not going to be on your phone texting with friends and stuff. Yeah. You're going to be focused on the battle. Because right. there's bullets flying, right? Yeah. There's there's stuff going on, and of course, in our scenario, there's demons lying, and there's yeah. all kinds of, you know, just demonic activity and all kinds of 
you know, spiritual warfare going on. Yeah. And we need to be focused as much as we would, if not more, than we would if we were in a physical battle. That's right. I mean, some of the things that if I'm on my phone or chit-chatting um, while those babies are dying that I'm not doing, I'm not praying. Yeah, yeah. Let me read a scripture that oh, I think good. is, is okay. helpful. Uh-huh. And there's a word in this scripture that I think is an important word. Okay. And it has to do with our sidewalk outreach ministry. This is First Peter chapter 5, verse 80. He says, be sober, be vigilant. Oh, vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. The devil is a liar. Mm-hmm. He's a roaring lion. Mm-hmm. seeking whom he may devour. He wants to devour, of course, these women's lives, these babies, mm-hmm. families. He's a destroyer, mm-hmm. right? And if we want to combat the destroyer, the enemy, he is our enemy, right. no doubt, then we've got to be sober. <laughs> and that doesn't just mean not showing up to the sidewalk, um, not having drunk, been, right. been drunk, right? Of course, you guys aren't showing up on the sidewalk drunk. Again, if you are, you need to repent. You need to work and, on yeah, that. <laughs> you definitely, definitely need to withdraw from the sidewalk ministry. But that's not the issue with you guys. This soberness is not just not being drunk. This soberness is being focused, yeah. being able to focus, right? Uh, and then and that there's word, an element of seriousness with right, soberness yeah, also. That, that it's so – it's serious what is happening there. And I know you've said this before, Daniel, and I totally agree that if we're out there with raucous laughter, yeah. it is incongruent with what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And so – Sobriety, yeah, definitely. We need to we need to have a reality check on a regular mm-hmm. basis of what's actually happening inside of that building, right. so that we can keep our sobriety, so yeah. we can be focused. Um, but the word vigilant—that's the word I wanted mm, to bring out. What does one. it mean yeah. to be vigilant? Give me your definition of what it means to be vigilant. Watchful, yeah. Watchful with with laser beam focus. Yeah, to me is is vigilance. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. The textbook definition of it is keeping careful watch for possible mm. danger or difficulties. Mm, uh, yeah. A synonym is watchful. Yeah. Yeah. On the lookout. Yeah. You can't be on the lookout. You can't be vigilant. You can't be watchful. You can't take in the seriousness of what's happening so that the devil, like a roaring lion, doesn't devour your teammates, your, you, the moms, the babies, right? If you're not focused, if you're got your head in your phone. Yeah. And the and so enemy's I, I attacking think, and in that yeah. verse it's saying that's when you're opening the door for the enemy. Yeah. Is that moments when you let your focus waver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's just like the watchman on the wall. Yes. What's the yeah. watchman on the wall supposed to be? He's yeah. supposed to be vigilant. And if he falls asleep, if he's distracted with whatever other things that are going on, the best for that watchman is to keep watch for enemies. Yeah. That might be approaching that city, that yeah. wall that he's supposed to watch, and uh, if he fails in that duty, yeah, he's failed in in the best thing and in, in the thing that he's supposed to be focused on. So and he's endangering others and endangering too. others. Yeah, yeah. So this maybe sound a little heavy handed. We certainly want to encourage you guys. This is definitely an encouraging podcast, but also we all need to be challenged. We all need to be reminded that what we're dealing with is serious stuff. It's serious spiritual warfare. It's a serious abortion, a serious physical attack on precious human beings. 
And so we need to take it seriously. Yeah. In yeah. every area, not get distracted so easily like we do. And, you know, like they say, I'm, I'm preaching to myself as much as I'm preaching to you guys. We need to be reminded of this stuff. We yeah. need to hold each other accountable. I found that once I wrote this and after that discussion, which was not long ago, it was only about a week ago, I have been very aware of this and I have really tried to keep my phone in my pocket. Yeah. I do... As in all things, uh, you know, be, we don't want to be legalistic about this. And every time we see a teammate pull out our phone, you know, we're going to like shoot him with our water gun or anything. Right. Um, because there are things that I sometimes am doing on the phone. Sometimes I, I know I need a Bible verse. Yeah. And and I and for me, it's difficult to carry all the things I carry and hold a Bible. Sure. My phone is always in my pocket. So sometimes I am looking up a Bible verse. And, you know, that's, of course, legitimate. Or sometimes um, there's been an, an, a conversation with a woman, and I know I need prayer. Yeah. Um, and I'll send out, right then and there, I'll send out a, a prayer request, often on to my Facebook friends yeah. that I know are praying for me. Um, I've had some hard health issues lately, and I have had to take calls from my very busy surgeon or doctor or whatever, sometimes those are unavoidable. So we don't want you to think that you can never, you know, pick up your phone, especially it it is three hours. You've got kids at home, whatever. Um, But I think this is an important thing for us all to consider and and be vigilant. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And listen, you guys, hopefully you're not out there by yourself. Hopefully you have at least one other team member or maybe two, three other team members. If that's the case and you do need to take a call or you need to answer a text, get someone to fill your spot. Maybe you're manning the driveway. You're there handing out literature. Ask someone, would you come and take my spot for a few minutes while I go answer this call or while I go answer this text? Um, Again, it's it's just practical, right? Because we're there, we're supposed to be vigilant and we're supposed to be focused. And if we can't focus in that moment, get someone to take your spot rather than doing all of it right there in your spot and and taking the place of the thing that you're supposed to, um, supposed to be manning or um, giving your attention to. So that was actually one of the things that she recommended um, when she was talking to me, because she recognized that sometimes some of this stuff, I think I began to rationalize and justify (laughs) <laughs> and she and uh, you know why I pick up my phone and and she said you know f- she recognized there are those times when you have to do that but walk away yeah move away from the team get someone to cover your spot whatever make it clear that you're not trying to minister at that moment when you've got something that is distracting you yeah, yeah I know something that the Lord dealt with me on mm-hmm. um, and this pertains to church and being in worship service I get a lot of emails I get a lot yeah. of texts every day. All day, Sunday, Wednesday nights, when I should really be focused on the Lord and focused on hearing the word. Yeah. And my tendency is I want to answer it, right? If somebody sends me a text, I want to answer in a timely way. But what I learned is that it just becomes a distraction. So a lot of times in worship, I'll actually take my phone out of my pocket, just put it on the seat upside down so it's not buzzing in my pocket and I don't feel it in my pocket. Yeah. But something I learned too, which is pretty cool, you may or may not know this, but if you have an iPhone, you can actually set it to there's there's something called focus and I'm not right. pitching iPhones here yeah. right but if you have an iPhone it probably does this with Android phones yeah. but I actually have it set where I have a focus mode I want my wife to be able to text me while I'm in church in case something happens with one of the kids or something like that so I have a focus mode called family only and I have it designated where only people in my family I've chosen a list of people can text me 
and that I receive the text and the notification for the phone call or the text or whatever. And I have it set for um, location. So when I'm at church, it knows my location and it automatically sets it to that focus mode. When I leave church, it takes that off. You could do that for the abortion center. You could set your phone on focus mode to where only your family can text you or only certain people can text you. Maybe your team members. You can make a list of just your team members, a group that they that only you only get notified of their text or their phone calls. And when you arrive at the abortion center, it'll automatically put it on that focus mode so you're not distracted. And then when you leave, it'll take it off automatically. Do you know it did that? I didn't know it did that. I do use Focus. where I'm using it right now so that I don't get any text, uh, you know, yeah. while we're recording. But I didn't know you could set it to location. Yeah. I do have an, an extra um, uh, legitimate justification, though, for not doing that. Because while you were saying that, I was thinking, wow, that would be great. But I do get calls from the moms that we are ministering to. Sure right there, yeah. who we've given their liter- them our literature, my name and numbers on the back of it. And if someone is texting me from the abortion center, I don't want to miss that. Right. So I never turn my phone sure. off when I'm at the abortion center. But I love knowing that that is possible because you're right. It's usually a specific location, yeah. church, the abortion center, whatever, that that you really want to keep your focus, and yeah. that'd be a really good way. I think um, that gets into the section on the article, The Solution. What yeah. are the solutions to some of these distractions? You already mentioned one, but put the phone away or yeah. put it on focus. Do something where it is not going to be possible to distract you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I put the line pocket the phone and pray instead. Yeah, yeah. I like alliteration. Yeah. yeah sounds cool. <laughs> pocket the phone and pray instead, and which is true when you're driving also, folks, by the way. Uh, yeah. Another thing that I've got my phone up on my dashboard in case it's something that I just feel like I can't miss. But that's a danger. Yeah. It is it is a danger. And we, we so the solution, find a way to deal with these distractions where you minimize them as much as you can. Yeah. Which brings us kind of to the the next point portion, which is, well, what are some of those other distractions? The phone right. is a big one, but it's yeah. certainly not the only one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, something we've touched on, and, and I think we did an episode similar similar to this uh, maybe a couple of years ago or something like that, but we really focused on chit-chat. Like we, yeah. I think it's the one where we talk about strategic team placement. Right, yeah. We talked about spreading people out so they're not chit-chatting, mm-hmm. especially like a group of people at the driveway where you're trying to give out literature. It can be it can be a deterrent for people stopping and taking literature. But just chit-chatting in general can be a distraction. Now, we love each other. We mm-hmm. want to fellowship with each other. We should encourage each other. There's reasons that we need to be talking, sharing information with each other. Did you see that lady that went, up, that went in there? Uh, you know, such and such information we're sharing with each other, whatever we're, we're sharing. Yeah. So, but just like common chit chat about whatever sports yeah. or yeah, whatever you guys might chit chat about um, the latest episode of chosen, <laughs> whatever you might be chit chatting about. It can just be a distraction for it sure. Can. I, I, I will not name names or give the day. But I've been very aware of all of these distractions. For one thing, I've been training other teams a lot, but just looking at my own teams. And I would say this is very close to the phone and being a, a major distraction. Yeah. I, and I've watched the group that clumps and chit-chats. And I'm, I'm usually over 
from a position where I can see the front door and I'm, I'm away from everyone yeah. else. Um, and so many mothers were missed. Yeah. So many. And I would hop on the mic um, to try and reach them. But the preferable thing is the person closer yeah. with just the unamplified voice. So I'm telling you, everybody, this is an issue. Yeah. It's an issue for all of us. And we're doing each other no favors by being the one starting the chit chat yeah. either. We all need to be aware this is not the place to have um, any kind of extended conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I would encourage you guys to check out that episode. I think it's called Strategic Team Placement or yeah. something to that to that nature uh-huh. where we talk about this, because I think that is a a a big deterrent to chit chat is having strategic spots where you place one person in and you're spreading people out. You have one person at the driveway, one person calling right. out, one person at another driveway or up the road or whatever. Yeah. But just getting people to spread out, it helps you stay focused. Yeah. And it keeps that that chit chat down. The next yeah. one is talking to the pro abortion crowd. Right. And you know, <laughs> guilty as charged for sure. No doubt about it. I have I have went in endless conversations with these people. And we've said it before, they're out there to be a distraction. So let's not let them distract us. We love the Lord and we want them to know him. So certainly it's appropriate to share with them from time to time, but not in such a way where you're missing ministering to the moms that are going in. God didn't call you to the sidewalk to minister to pro aborts. He called you to the sidewalk because they're killing babies inside of there and you need to reach the moms that are going in to kill their children. So that's, yes. you know, that's another one. Um, and then the third one you have here on the list is talking to passersby. Yeah. Again, there's plenty of amazing testimonies. Like the donut lady that, uh, that yeah. I told, did, was this this week or last week that I talked about the donut lady? Yeah. But if someone stops and says, I love what you're doing, let me give you some donuts, I'm going to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I mean, there's people that pass by, you know, especially if you're in New York City, some of yeah. our, our team, maybe you're listening from New York City. Yeah. And you've got foot traffic people coming by. Certainly it's appropriate to share a track with them. If you've got a big enough team, certainly you could focus, you know, if you had three or four people and, you know, you could focus on that person and share the gospel with them, you need yeah. to do that. That's yeah. just, that's not an issue. The issue becomes when they become a complete distraction and you're not doing the main thing that you're called there to do, which is speak on behalf of those babies. And I want to add to this one on talking with passerbys and also talking with the pro-abortion crowd. Honestly, that is easier than confronting someone about to kill their baby. Yeah. And I do think that's why sometimes people gravitate towards that. Yeah. It really is easier. Yeah, yeah. There is a human life on the line. It is weighty. It's hard. Most of them are not going to be convinced. So we gravitate towards the easier yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. 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 Well, God called us to hard things, right? He did. Yeah. Um, another thing you have here is complaining and grumbling about the adversity. So, yeah, I mean, and this gets into the chit-chat thing, right? It does. Where, yeah. you know, it's raining, it's cold. Uh, somebody did you hear just what they you did out. to me or yeah. what they said? Yeah. Right. And so yeah. you come over to your teammate and that's not wrong to share your burden. We need to share our burdens with each other. But if it becomes a lengthy conversation and you're distracted from what you're supposed to be there for, which is speaking yeah. on behalf of those babies, you've fallen into the trap of distraction. And also the effect of that is rarely an encouragement. Yeah, it is exactly. almost always a discouragement. Yeah. 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 So instead of spreading the discouragement, spread the right, love and exactly. encouragement, right? <laughs> and then finally, another distraction, and I'm sure there are plenty of others, 
that we could talk about, but other pro-life groups. And this kind of goes along the lines of the chit-chat thing as well. Yes. And, and again, we should definitely be nice. If somebody shows up, they're not part of Love Life or, or your sidewalk ministry, you don't just ignore them completely. You want to greet them. You want to say, hey, you want to smile. You want to show you know that the love of Jesus and the desire for unity and all of that stuff. But you have to be careful not to fall in the trap of a lengthy conversation that's just really a distraction from speaking on behalf of those babies. Yeah. And so I've, I've, I've done this, of course, I want to build relationships with people. I've seen new people come from other ministries, and I want to greet them and, and say hey to them. But then I've said, you know what, we're out here to speak for these babies. I'd love to take you out to lunch afterwards mm-hmm. uh, so we can talk a little further. But right mm-hmm. now I'm going to focus on this. And you have to, of course, be very nice about that. Yeah. Um, but intentionality really helps us in that realm. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think if they if they love babies and they love the Lord, they're going to respect that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's uh, all of our admonition to you guys right. along these lines. Hopefully this was an encouragement to you guys. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me, Daniel, at lovelife.org. You can reach her, Vicky, with a Y, at lovelife.org. Uh, check out our podcast website. I talked about an episode that I wanted you guys to listen to that's in line with this about strategic team placement. You can go to gospelcenteredprolife.com and find that episode. You can search for keywords, maybe the word strategic or strategy or something like that. You could find that episode. I may even actually put it in the show notes if I remember to do that. Uh, But yeah, take advantage of that website, gospelcenteredprolife.com. Our training and equipping website, where all these articles that we do these episodes are based on uh, are, and that's um, sidewalks4life.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Please leave us a review. But until next time, God bless. God bless you all. Give me an outlet for love. Give me an outlet for gratitude. I know it will cost me my life. But nothing's too precious since I met.